This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, always an honor to be joined by the chair of the Democratic National Committee right after Biden's tremendous State of the Union speech, something different from most State of the Union speeches we've heard before. With us, Jamie Harrison. Mr. Chair, how are you? I'm great. I'm great, Rev. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, Listen, I I was at the State of the Union last night as a guest to, to uh, our new Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries. And I tell you, I could not have been more proud of the performance uh, of our president. Uh, it was it was a little surprising, wasn't it? Not because there's any question about his ability. I mean, we know where Joe Biden grew up and who he used to hang out with. So he knows how to, you know, uh, stand on his feet and retort, uh, yep. saying that diplomatically. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that was that was really kind of in, incredible, wasn't it? It was clear it happened in the moment organically, right? I mean, that that couldn't have been scripted. No, it, it wasn't scripted. And, you know, the president was he was strong and energetic last night in the State of the Union address. He spoke clearly uh, and directly to the American people about the progress we've made. But he's also talked about in that speech last night the things that we have to address from the very micro to the very macro. And then what you saw uh, uh, was uh, theatrics coming from the other side. I mean, uh, Mark, you know, I worked in the House for a long time. I've been doing this stuff now 20 plus years. And never in my years of being a a staffer on the Hill have I seen such dishonor brought to the House that I saw last night. I mean, these people, my three-year-old behaves better than some of those Republican members of Congress. But they are very bright either, are they, Jamie? Because it was as if they were looking for a moment to be disruptive. They and they picked, they picked the wrong moment. They, you know, they, were, they were running out of moments. You know, the clock was running. They was trying to find an opening. And then he says Social Security and Medicare, which they are on the record I, I, as wanting to undermine. And, and MTG just said, oh, I, this, I got to say something. We got to do something. And they jumped on it and they got, they got housed. It was a perfect mousetrap. The president yeah. left a little bit of cheese here, a little bit of cheese there. And then he said, I gotcha. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and you know what? He got them for the American people and our seniors. He got them on record that they will not touch Social Security and Medicare. Um, when we know full well, uh, Mike Lee, who was on the floor and clutching his pearls. Right. Oh, my God. You're saying? <laughs> and we have him on record saying, that we should pull Social Security and Medicare out by their roots. And so this is the same man who said, oh, I, I, I don't understand. I, the only person that was confused or the only people that were confused were all on that Republican side of the aisle because they've been saying for months and years, Lindsey Graham, Mike Lee, uh, Rick Scott, I can go on and on and on about them putting Social Security and Medicare on the chopping block, letting it sunset, pulling it out by its roots. Those are their words, not the president's. No, and it, it was the perfect mousetrap. Very well, very well put. The what were some of the other highlights for you from the speech? For example, Tyree Nichols' family yes. was there. Uh, we've never heard a president acknowledge uh, the talk, the talk that we have to have in our household. The talk, you know, when he, when he said that, Mark, I got chills. 
never, never had I ever imagined if any president would have done it, you would have thought Barack Obama. But here's this president who stood up in the well of the House that has all of the House, the Senate, the, the Supreme Court, that has the Joint Chiefs of Staff, that has diplomats from around the world. And he gets on the floor and he talks about an experience that is almost unique to black and brown folks, the talk. Uh, and, you know, again, we should not be surprised by Joe Biden bringing this up. This is the same, same president that has appointed more black women to the appellate court than any other president combined. This is the same president that put the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. This is the same president who has said, you know what, we're going to change up how we have selected our nominee for president for the last uh, decades or so, for the last 50 years. And guess what? We are going to put a state with majority black voters and they're going to be the first. So we should not be surprised that Joe Biden addressed the talk at yet last night's State of the Union because it continues to be what, what he wants to make sure that we all have a seat at the table, that we can all eat that we can all address the issues that we are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And that's why I'm proud to work for the man. Um, clearly also in the aftermath of a, of a, a stellar jobs report too. Friday. Stellar. He created more jobs in two years than any president ever has in four. 12 right. million jobs. Lowest unemployment since 1969. Uh, and, you know, we can go on and on about this president and how in two years has delivered so much. Uh, and, and that's why you elect a president. You elect somebody who's going to roll up their sleeves and go and work for you. I mean, you just look at the work on student loans, right? No other president ever touched student loans until this president. And not only did he touch student loans, he said a magic uh, phrase for many of us, Pell Grants. Now, some, Mark, you know, some people had to Google what a Pell Grant was, but I know, you know what Pell Grants are. And it, 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 it was cold for a lot of us in the black community because, but for Pell Grants, we would not have gotten through school. But this person said, we're going to give you some extra assistance and help if you got Pell Grants. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, And I'm, I'm proud of the president. I'm proud of the vice president because she has been arm in arm with him on this every step of the way. Uh, on what they have achieved and what I think they can continue to achieve if we continue to to just give them the support that they need. Um, the infrastructure plans and even joked about how <laughs> and then they want to be invited to the events when he's in their districts where they're shovel ready. I mean, and, and this is going to touch a lot of the the districts where some of those people were last night. They were heckling him. Well, that's exactly right. Neither of those folks have already shown up to go down break, even though they voted against the legislation. I almost wish they put a provision in. If you vote no, you can't go to the uh, you know, the ribbon cut. <laughs> it, it, because like you, you, the hypocrisy on the Republican side knows no bounds. It knows no bounds. They will say that they are for something. I mean, and the, the sad thing is watching them last night. They couldn't stand up for teachers' pain. Teachers deserve a pay, but the Republicans, they sat on their hands uh, on a number of issues that the president brought up that you would think would have bipartisan support. They could not give him a win, but that's okay. He's not doing it for them. He's doing it for the American people. And that's why he fights so hard. And uh, again, why I'm so proud of the Biden-Harris administration and all that they are doing to deliver for America. 
anyone who had any doubts about his ability, or, or let's be honest, there's a lot of ageism out here, his stamina, his strength. I mean, he acquitted himself of all those concerns last night, didn't he? Especially with the repartee. It, I, I was saying to another guest, it kind of, for a brief moment, it reminded me of uh, uh, the House of Commons. Uh, <laughs> it, it did. And, you know, but, but I don't, you know what though? I don't think they're going to do that again, Jamie. No, I, I think know, they're I, I don't think they, I don't think they're going to open it to bleed themselves open for that again. No, they were playing checkers and Joe Biden was playing chess last night. Right. He was, he was, uh, he was ready for him. I, I was reminded, I guess, I don't know if you remember this, when uh, Margaret Thatcher was leaving office and there was the last question time she had and she goes to the well of the House of Commons I mean, they battling, they wearing her out, running her down. And she got up to the mic and said, I love this. I mean, and just just conquered them all. So, you know, in a, in a way, Joe Biden did. I don't think they're going to mess with him anymore. They'll, they'll, I'm sure they had some meetings last night. Hey, don't send into that dude no more. Don't yep. heckle him. Don't put yourself in that position. So it was great. Uh, it's Black History Month, my brother. You are obviously a part of Black history being a DNC chair coming from South Carolina. I, I'm noticing over your right shoulder too, uh, our brother Ron Brown's okay. image, it, the, the first African-American chair of the DNC. Uh, how are you feeling this Black History Month? How are you recognizing? Well, listen, I, I understand that I stand on the shoulders of greats, including Ron Brown, who was a transformational figure at the DNC. Uh, I really broke through the glass ceiling and everything else that allowed me to be sitting in this office today. But I also stand on the shoulders of great people like Jim Clark. Everything I've learned in politics, I've learned at the knee of this man uh, who taught me this, Rev, that he said to me when I was a young staffer on the Hill, he said, Jamie, in D.C., in particular on Capitol Hill, they're show horses and they're workhorses. You always need to be a workhorse. And, and that's, that's what I've been focused on. And, you know, and that really epitomizes black history. You know, our community, we're community workhorses. We get stuff done. Uh, we have built this country uh, on our back with our blood, our sweat, and our tears. Um, but now it's time that we make sure that people continue to deliver for us because it's time that we need them to invest in our communities. And I'm glad that we have a president that's doing just that, that's making sure that our voices can be, make sure that we're investing in our communities fighting back against climate change and how it is impacting our communities, making sure that black folks can open up small businesses and thrive. Um, I'm proud of this president, proud of this vice president. And, and, and commitment to, to our communities. And, and obviously very reasonably. And now we have a change in the primary calendar, right? South Carolina will go first. South Carolina will be going first, um, which is a big deal. I mean, Mark, you think about this. 40% of enslaved folks in this country came through the Port of Charleston in South Carolina. National Geographic says that African-Americans, 90% of African-Americans can trace at least one ancestor to South Carolina. Um, and now this, this state where, uh, you know, all of these enslaved folks came in, where many people didn't have the right to vote, including my grandparents, now is going to be the first in the nation to help determine the most powerful person on the face of this planet. That's change, that's real change, and that's a big deal. And that only happened because of the leadership of President Joe Biden. And, and a community, an electorate 
the African-American electorate that is, is more, more loyal. More exactly right. To this party uh, than any other. So it makes sense. And, and, and let me add the caveat to that. The president has even said, but for the folks in South Carolina and the African-American community, he would not be president of the United States. No, most certainly um, wouldn't. And, and, and he doesn't forget that. So, so to be clear, where then do Iowa and New Hampshire fall on the calendar? What happens? Yeah. So th this is the new calendar. And when you look at this calendar, this calendar really reflect, reflects the diversity of the Democratic Party and the, the diversity of, of America. I mean, this is a great calendar. We first start off in South Carolina. Then we move to New Hampshire and Nevada, who, which will be three days later. Uh, Nevada has a, a large Latino population large labor uh, movement there in Nevada. Then after you're done with those three small states, we then take a week off or so and we go to Georgia, the home of the New South, right? Uh, and uh, we, we spend some time in Georgia and then we go to Michigan. Michigan with a significant black, su significant Latino, significant uh, Muslim American population, but also the birthplace of the middle class and labor. Uh, right there in Michigan. And so, and then we open it up into the regular window in which Iowa and other states will get an opportunity to then weigh in. I, I'd heard that some in Iowa, New Hampshire wanted to still try to do something. Is that something that, are they still going to try that? Are they now on board or can they do that? Can they just decide we're going to do it the way we want to do it anyway? Well, listen, in the end of the day, the, the, the DNC will dictate what our primary schedule is. And, right. you know, primaries are, in essence, delicate allocation, delegate allocation contests. And so the DNC decides that. Uh, so you can have an event, but that doesn't mean that we're going to allocate any delegates out of it. And the only way you become president uh, or our, our nominee is by acquiring delegates. And so um, uh, we have extended waivers. Uh, we, we have extended an opportunity to uh, Georgia and to New Hampshire to continue to work within their states so that they can comply with the waiver that we have at the DNC um, to allow them to be early states. Uh, they have until June to do that. Uh, and then after that, we will we'll make an assessment on how we move forward. Well, congratulations on that. That's a bit of history uh, as well, folks, uh, in this Black History Month. And the very first in the nation primary will be in South Carolina in Black History Month. In Black History Month. In, during Black, Black History Month in 2024. That's, a, quite a, uh, that's the best way to kick off Black History Month. Come down to Charleston and get some shrimp and grits and, uh, <laughs> and right. listen to presidential candidates. That's right. That's right. Jamie Harrison, the chair of the Democratic National Committee. Great work, my brother. Congratulations to you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me. All right. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's that time of the month again, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you once ladies again. Ladies and gentlemen, always an honor to be reporting joined by on the jobs report and doing so. Right uh, after just Biden's uh, tremendous one day removed union speech from the president's state, state of the speeches we've heard the union address, where he, he touched on the with jobs. Us, Jamie Harrison here, Chair. How are you? Talk us I'm through great, the latest great, numbers for the month of January. Thank you so much for having me. Is on. once again our dear friend, uh, chief listen, economist I, I was at the, the sunbudget.org and uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Phillies, first of all, but Eagles too. And I tell fan. you, I could not Chad have been Stone. more proud of the. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm well. How are you? I'm. I'm uh, it was. It was fine. a little surprising, wasn't it? Not because back with us. There's a question about as his ability. So so Biden had something to. I guess brag and about who he used to hang out with, so he knows how. He to, did have something to brag about. You know, um, uh, now, stand on his feet. We'll, we'll, get, and we'll get to the January numbers, uh, but I'm saying but, that diplomatically. Uh, yeah, so we've had an Italian economy that's really <laughs> but, covered strongly. I mean, that was that was really uh, kind of much, much incredible, faster, wasn't it? It was clear the, it happened um, in the moment organically, the, right? I mean, the, that, the great that recession, have been which was impeded. No, it, it wasn't scripted, and you know, a lot of austerity. He was strong and energetic last night in the State of the Union address. He spoke clearly, Behave, uh, but this time uh, um, we had we had a big policy response, and it really made. helped. But he's also um, talked to get the economy out of recession and things that we have to only twenty twenty very micro keep the recovery, the, the jobs recovery macro. going. And then now, what you saw have to uh, have to be clear uh, was, uh, that we had a, we had a, an unbelievable. Uh, jobs Mark, report for you January, know, I worked in the house for a long which time, over five hundred thousand jobs. Doing this stuff now, twenty plus years. Um, never in I think my years of being a unbelievable is deal, means seen probably not to be believed <laughs> that that there'll probably be some revisions behaves um, better than some of those some technical reasons why why that's probably but they are very bright either are they having to do with complications it was about, as if they were looking for about, a moment Jan- january is being a complicated month they and were, they pick, they pick people the wrong are, moment. People are coming off. You know, they were, they're running out of moments. You know, you know clock was running. Temporary hires. Find an opening. And then he says Social Security and Medicare, which they so are on the record. Won't, won't get into the, and, and MTG just said, oh, I, this, I got to say something. We got to do something. But that's and they jumped on it. And they but in any case. They got a house. We still have a very strong unemployment rate. Cheese down to 3.4%. I got you. That's right. Hasn't right. been that low since I was and, in college. And, and you know what? 69. For the American people and our seniors. The president had a lot to, got be, them to, on be, record to, to, to talk about his achievements because, because the um, um, when we know the actions well, taken in his presidency continued the continued the, the job. Clutching his pearls. And added jobs at really a considerable rate. We have him on record saying that we should pull Social Security and Medicare out by their roots. So, so you mentioned the season. Chad always keeps us sober, folks. There's a lot of jobs. But they're always the Because they've been seeing for months and years. So, because that's what I was wondering. Because December wasn't as big. Social Security Medicare on the chopping block. And we would have, I thought, expected it to be bigger. Well, because of the season. It was the perfect. Well, in brief, um, 
very well put. The, the, the raw numbers. What were some of the other highlights always show for a loss of jobs? Speech. For example, because of all the, Tyree Nichols all the temporary jobs was there. Yes. Uh, but we've never heard of the reason we do seasonal adjustments is because we know that every talk January, we have to have in our household. You get a loss of talk. jobs that's purely you know, when, seasonal when and not due to any that, weakness Martin, in the economy. And in in the in the spring never, and summer, you get, you get some opposites. So that what seasonal adjustment does is smooth it out. So here's this see the real trend. And it's certainly the case that that has all of the House, the Senate, the, the but, Supreme but, Court, that and, has and, and the trend, the trend has staff, been strong. It has diplomats um, but around the world. Basically, before this report, floor, he talks about it had been moderated. We still had to black very high rates of job growth, a couple talk. hundred thousand a month. Which, which uh, and you know, again, we should not be surprised um, by we were, Biden especially given what the Fed is doing. We're expecting that that has appointed more black women. The job growth would be slowing some, getting back to because we're really pretty close to full employment. First black woman in the U.S. Supreme Court. This is the same president who has said, "You know what? We're going to change up how we we continue to edge down. We got this big president for the last now something something that happened as well. And guess what? We are going to put a state majority black there were revisions to, to all of so the jobs, the level of jobs, all the way back the to the beginning of 2021. Something happens every every January. Is that he wants to make sure that we all have a seat at the table? Procedures that, that improve that on the estimates of the jobs the that we are dealing with on a day to day basis. And so we got we got a big jump in the level of jobs. In every month. Um, clearly, also, and, and we got we, we probably got four hundred thousand more jobs. A stellar. Jobs report too from from those re, from those revisions, which are not the normal more monthly, jobs in two years but, than uh, any president year, ever has in four. So a lot of technical stuff going on, but the bottom jobs. line is lowest unemployment since nineteen. We still have a very strong uh, and you know we can go on and on low unemployment this president and how and in solid years solid jobs has delivered so much. All right, uh, um, and, and that's so, why you elect a president. What an area we've always been asking about since the pandemic, leisure and hospitality. Did that do any better in January? Leisure and hospitality has been doing better for most months in terms of adding jobs. But Pell leisure Grant. and hospitality jobs now, some, were in such we, a big hole. Some people had to Google in, what a Pell Grant um, was. April of but I know in April of 2020, which was the depths and of the recession. It, 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 it was that even with very solid job growth, because subsequent, for Pell Grant, there's still a hole of about a little under a half million jobs if you got Pell hospitality. Yeah, I'm proud of the president. I'm proud of the vice president. But there's been steady improvement. It's just that we're not all the way back on this every step of the way. Uh, now, maybe that reflects structural changes in the leisure and hospitality industries. I mean, there's been a lot of changes in the economy um, as a result the of the infrastructure pandemic. plans, and he even so joked about <laughs> how the, the economy of what he's trying to do. The beginning and of 2020. want to be invited economy, to the events when he's in their beginning districts of 2023. Has a lot I mean, of, and, has and a lot this of is going to touch. A lot of the not all the districts where some of those people some good, some were bad. last night, they were heckling him. Um, do we and know exactly about local and state jobs? I mean, that, especially, I almost wish they you not looked at the area of education. Go, no, you can't go to the, uh, the, the do we know how, how those are, are those <laughs> obviously leave hospitality still has some catching up to do. When last now. month we it talked, of course, so did local and state, especially education area. They do any better? The sad thing is watching them last small, small improvements, but still a big hole. 
Still. Yeah, I mean, a pay, but the, the Republicans still the they sat on their hands. Local uh, education, on a number in of issues that the president, but also local up, state that you would jobs, think would have bipartisan support. They could not well below where they were. But that's okay. He's not doing it for them. He's doing it for the American people. Session. And that's why and, he fights um, so hard. And uh, again, why I'm so proud. I don't. It'll, it'll take. It'll take time to, to pick up. I guess I don't. You know, I, I don't. I'm not an expert. Who had any doubts? Our, we have a big state local government ability. Or well, let's be honest, there's a lot of ageism out here. They're paying attention to his strength. I mean, he acquitted himself of all those concerns last night, didn't he? Especially with the. I want to come back to because I want to say to another guest to counter threat. For a brief moment, it reminded me of. Uh, uh, right, the House of Comrades uh, <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> yeah. the job you know, but but I don't. Folks. You know what? Though? I don't think they're gonna be Shad at CD. No. I don't think they're gonna open and bleed themselves open for that again. At Chad you know, CD, they were playing PP checkers and Twitter. Joe Biden was playing chess. Um, right. you you touched was, uh, on average hourly. I was reminded, I guess. I don't know if you remember this when this go round. Margaret was leaving. Okay, so. And we get, it was the last we get average hourly earnings. She had, uh, and she goes to the well of the House of Commons. Private I mean, sector workers. They wearing her and we get out, average running hourly her down. earnings. And she got up to the mic and said, "I love this." For, for, I mean, and just um, just production and, and so what, you know, in a, in a way, Joe Biden did. I don't think they're going to mess with him anymore. They'll, they'll, some, I'm people, sure they had some meetings last night. I mean, look. Don't say that dude no more. Don't heckle him. Don't put yourself in that position. So it was great. Uh, it's Black History Month, my brother. You are obviously a part of Black History. Um, being a DNC chair, coming from South that, Carolina, uh, those, I'm noticing those have over been, your right shoulder too. Coming, uh, our brother Ron Browns. This is a complicated thing as well. The first African American chair um, of the DNC. The average hourly earnings uh, how you have been increasing how you for adjusting for inflation. Well, listen, at a pretty I, healthy I rate. At a rate that actually has the Fed concerned that, Brown, who's that ultimately that rate will have to come down see, uh, to achieve really broke through the glass inflation. ceiling and everything else so, to allow me to average hour, nominal average hourly earnings today. But I have been moderate, a great but there's like still quite a everything ways I've learned in politics. I've learned at the knee of this man. Where the Fed would like me this to be Rev, that um, to consider that to me when that I was a young staff on the hill. Inflation. He said, Jamie and DC adjusted for inflation, however, inflation has been even higher you over always the period we're talking about. And, and that's that's what and therefore on. And, real and, and, purchasing you know, power, that really average hourly like earnings you know, our have been we're a community declining. We get for, for a lot of this period. Uh, we have but built this country, recently, uh, very recently, on our back inflation has been so low. Um, we're talking not about. But now it's time that we make sure that people continue. The, to um, the inflation rate that, that everyone pays attention to, the headline inflation rate is what, how, how much has the CPI, the consumer sure price index, increased sure over the past 12 months? How much, how, how, much, how much higher are prices now, this month than they were in the same month? Problem is that a lot of that. Um, a lot of that I'm proud data of this is, proud is, vice is old. It's six months old or, and, and, or older than that. And so we would like to, and, to and know what's really going on. And now we have now a change in the primary calendar, right? South Carolina will go first. Going on in the last South six Carolina months, will be going last first, three months, um, which is a big deal. The last mean, one month you is, think about is this. pretty volatile. But inflation has really come down in South Carolina. It was negative. The CPI was negative. And so looking at over a shorter period of time, how nominal wages have 
this relative state, to inflation where, uh, in the past you know, few all months we've actually seen some people, real wage gains where many people didn't have the right to nominal wages even though nominal wages now growth has been slowing the first inflation most recently slowed to faster determine the most powerful as a result the face of this planet only for a few months that's that's but, mo change, but the most recent big deal and we're actually seeing some real wage gains, of the some, some gains in purchase, President Joe Biden. Which, is, which is a nice thing to do. And, and a, a community, nice an electorate, modest, but African-American electorate, and it's because of is more, the fact that more inflation has been so, so very low right. over short to this party that, uh, than any other. So it makes the ideal, the, and let, and let the ideal outcome for the workers even and, said, and from the Fed standpoint is that we continue to see nominal wage president of the United States. Slow. No, most certainly um, would. And, and inflation slow more. So, so to be so clear, where when do Iowa and New Hampshire fall on the calendar? What happens? Nominal wage. Yes. So not this, putting this is the calendar. And when you look at this calendar, this calendar really this is, It's a controversial the issue. The Party and the uh, wages, uh, wages are not the main I mean, this is a great calendar. We first start off in South Carolina, but then we move to New Hampshire and Nevada. Nominal wages do have to come down. Uh, if we're going to have 2% a, inflation. A large Latino population. Um, but, large you know, labor uh, some of, movement some, there in Nevada. Then maybe, after you're done with those three maybe small states, a good aspect then of take a strong week off or so and we go the workers have more bargaining power. The home and they can get South, some real wage gains right? in addition uh, to and, what happens uh, just we, from we inflation some time in Georgia, through their bargaining power. And then we go to Michigan. In a high Michigan employment economy. Significant black, significant Latino, significant... Unemployment rates for black, Hispanic, Asian, white workers are all close to pre-pandemic rates too, folks. Actually, in January, the black unemployment rate dropped three-tenths of a other states will get percentage point to them waiting. um i'd heard the that white unemployment rate in new hampshire wanted to still try asian rate went up do some four tenths is that rate something four that, tenths are they still well. going to try that are um, they now on very board? interesting there or can but they do one other thing they i want to decide we're going to do it the way um, we want to do it anyway well um, listen in the end of the day the, the immigration will dictate what our primary schedule is and foreign born workers in essence Delicate who allocation delicate obviously took a significant and so downturn and a hit during the pandemic slash recession. Those numbers are coming back up as well, aren't they? The only way you become That's right. We're, we're approaching are, 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 are uh, more normal levels like of legal immigration. And so um, and, uh, we have um, extended and that neighbors, has that, that means uh, that there's we been extended um, an opportunity. We're, we're, to, we're seeing the uh, farm born population and to New Hampshire and they're getting jobs work so within their states and, and, so that they can need comply them, with the waiver that we have at the DNC. Employers um, need workers to allow them to be early. Um, states. So it's, it's a positive uh, development June to do that. Uh, and then after that, yeah, no, it is. And 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 that helps as well. And. Well, frankly, probably that also has uh, as well um, folks, uh, uh, black some uh, very first uh, a bearing nation primary on South Carolina uh, leisure in black and, and hospitality in too. Black I would history. guess in, during Black History Month, right. a lot of those that's workers a, uh, have those jobs. Way to kick off black yes, history. and and that's an area where employers are saying it's hard to have workers. That's right. That's right. Jamie Harrison, the chair of the Democratic Legal Immigrants Committee. Great work, my brother. Congratulations to you. Thank uh, you, my Dana, we have Thank our you for having us. All right. Uh, that, but but all 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 immigrants are, are helpful in in filling a filling a, a jobs deficit. It's not the 
there's there's a there's this argument that immigrants are taking um, native-born populations' jobs, but that's that's just not true. There's there's different jobs that that, that, that the two groups tend to tend to take, and uh, uh, so it's it's a it's quite a positive development that we're we're seeing um, increased illegal immigration. Indeed. So, folks, uh, as as Chad has forewarned us, uh, we'll look to see what the adjustment will be, but. I mean, adjustments usually aren't that drastic, are they? Um, they usually aren't, but but we we during during this expansion when we've had really strong job numbers, um, there have been some times when when the revisions um, have been strong as well. See that? Um, so all all of our all of our statistics come from surveys, and so it's not the whole population, um, obviously. Um, so, so, and, so, and the surveys, but uh, worker uh, on the payroll side, employers have three months to get their data in, and it all doesn't come in. That's that's why we have revisions, and the initial data that comes in may not be representative of what the overall population will look like when all the data is in. The BLS tries to adjust for that, so we're we're seeing um, we we may see some some uh, bigger revisions. That, that bring that 500,000 down some, but we might not see we might not see such revisions until until uh, later. Um, it's it's just um, the, it's, well I'm um, I'm rambling, but um, it, yes, the, 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 the it's a complicated thing. No, no, that's fine. What, what Chad is saying, you all, and he's absolutely right, and, and I'm glad he's reminding me of that. It's not like the revisions are going to come in next week. Uh, they may not even come in next month right away, but which which kind of uh, negates the news about them, because I've never seen revisions come in two or three months later and people say, oh, my God, we made a big mistake in January and the sky's falling. No, it, it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So it kind of it kind of gives you uh, uh, job growth credit, so to speak, when it comes out this big and then there's an adjustment made later on. Um uh, and then, you know, frankly, the way things, if things continue to the pace, the ongoing, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, 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 economics teacher, but if the pace keeps going, we look up two or three months from now and there's a revision from January. Um, it, it's, it's kind of, it may almost be somewhat negligible, right? Because the, the other jobs are still coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, what we, what we do have to be, concerned about is 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 the risk that if the fed um that, i mean i said i i do not want to be um jerome powell the fed chairman he has a very difficult job <laughs> and, but um but if if the fed in its effort to get inflation down inadvertently tightens too much and the economy really starts to slow then that would be the kind of adjustment that we would not like to see. Um, uh, but but it, it remains to be seen. The, we, we, we won't know the Fed's next move until um, until next month. Actually, until April, I think. Yeah. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Follow him on Twitter, folks, and his uh, in- incredible tweet threads. Chad CBPP at Chad CBPP. Be sure to check him out. The January jobs report. We'll see what happens next month. We'll talk to Chad next month as always. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome.